Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Grow Omaha, the only radio show that talks about economic development, construction, business expansion, and all of those things that make Omaha a great place to live or visit. Grow Omaha on News Radio 1110 KFAB. Well, good morning and welcome to the Grow Omaha show here on News Radio 1110 KFAB. I'm Jeff Beals, your co host from NAI NP Dodge Commercial Real Estate. We're also brought to you by D&M Roofing, Omaha's premier roofing company, offering both residential and commercial roofing services. Glad you joined us. This is the only show in the metro area that focuses on the growth of the metro area. We talk about business expansion, construction, and real estate. Kind of an economic development show, if you will. Anything about making Omaha more vibrant and more prosperous. Now time to introduce my co-host, a man who's still drying off from the early College World Series games this week, Trenton Magid. Good morning, Jeff. Why, Trenton, how are you? Well, I'll tell you what. I'll confess. Okay. I have not been to a College World Series game. You haven't? I can't keep up with the schedule, number one. But I'll tell you what, I dressed for the College World Series this week because it's a great excuse to tell my clients I'm going to the College World Series and I can wear jeans and be casual. Oh, yeah, so yeah, you don't really go, but you dress like you're going just yeah. so you can dress comfortably. I wonder, I bet you're not the only guy in town who's done that. It's really effective. I tell you what, though, College World Series has been, uh, you know, it's always great. It's always one of the more enjoyable weeks of the year here in this city. But, gosh, this this year uh, has been crazy with all of the weather delays. It's to, any, any idea how many games have been delayed? Or I don't know. You know, you get in that rainy pattern sometimes. But it's and great it's, for the bars. It's great for the Capital District, I bet. Oh, uh, yeah. Restaurants. People, uh, people go in and out of the stadium, and so they have to go somewhere during the multiple-hour rain delays. And, yeah, what do you do? You drink at the downtown watering holes. So it spreads them out pretty good, I think. Yeah. Well, hey, let's go into our economic development news of the week, which is brought to you by – uh, I'm sorry, which is brought to you by Eagle Mortgage Company. Eagle Mortgage Company will help you with any residential uh, housing mortgage. You know, it doesn't matter whether you're looking at conventional, the VA, or FHA loans. They'll work with you on all of those. And very friendly people get you pre-approved so you know exactly what you can qualify for. And you can find them so easily in person. They're at 114th and Davenport Street. That's just south of 140. And they're having a College World Series special this week. Uh, they are. What Jeff, is why that? don't you tell them that? What uh, it is? I, I have. I'm, I'm not aware of this College World Series special. All right, mention Trenton's name. Okay. And you get free uh, analysis. Okay, tr- mention Trenton's name and you get a free analysis. I don't know what kind of analysis it'll be, but Eagle Mortgage will take care of you. I think the analysis is free even when it's not the College World Series special. And you can find them online at eaglemortgagecompany.com. Well, uh, Trenton, the uh, let's keep it with baseball for a while. Uh, we were talking about the College World Series, which is a nice event. But how cool is this? Uh, next year, it looks like right before the College World Series, there will be a real Major League Baseball game at TD Ameritrade Park. This is not an exhibition game. It it counts. The Kansas City Royals versus the Detroit Tigers. Um, it'll be right before um, the College World Series starts begin, begins in 2019. 
I, I'm wondering if this is perhaps the first real Major League Baseball game that's happened in Omaha in, or, or in Nebraska. You and history. I know of, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, we've had Major League uh, exhibition games in our state before. Who pulled that off? I don't know, but very, very impressive uh, to get that. Um, I'll go. I love watching baseball. That'll fill up. That thing will sell out probably in about, I mean, the first Major League Baseball game in Nebraska, that will sell out in, what, 10, 12 seconds? It'll be fast. Yeah, it'll be fast. And I can't imagine it's going to be cheap either. But um, but how cool is that, Major League Baseball in our town? Coming in. You know, there's also a lot of talk about the draft eventually being held in conjunction or near the College World Series in Omaha, which would be absolutely amazing to have the MLB draft here. So we'll, we'll see. It's uh, really – this College World Series is really becoming Maybe it'll quite an event. Maybe it'll fester into, like, getting a pro team. You never know. Um, well, we have a pro baseball team. We have the AAA uh, Storm Chasers. True. Yeah, and th- that's pretty high-level stuff. Um, the Storm Chasers, of course, are, are great, and they're good I'm talking about Omaha now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You mean you're not Papillion, the Papillion Storm Chasers? Yeah. Um, now they do it. They do a great job. But okay. Speaking on the, since we're speaking of sports and entertainment, the uh, big news this week is that uh, the CenturyLink Center finally has uh, announced who the new corporate naming sponsor will Chico. be. It's not going to be CenturyLink Center anymore after September. CHI Health, which has, you know, Bergen Mercy Hospital, Midlands Hospital, a couple other hospitals. Um, People are vocal about this. How surprised are you? I'm pretty surprised because there's a lot of talk in, in, uh, number one, it's a not-for-profit organization, which is okay. And the paper said that it's it's locally based, although it's part of Catholic Health Initiatives in Denver. Denver. Um, My concern is because aren't they under contract in, like, September or something to be taken over by... um, by another uh, dig- name. Dignity or something, Dignity Health or something like that. So how many times are they going to change the signs and everything else in 20 years? Uh, but people are very vocal about this one. You know, Scott Voorhees came up with Chico. Chico. Let's go to the Chico. Well, some people are like Chia or Chai. Ch-ch-chia. Ch-ch-chia Center. I think people just call it the CHI or when, when they when they, when they stop call calling it the, the Quest or the CenturyLink. <laughs> Maybe they'll call it the Clinic. Yeah, or the hospital. I like the clinic. The clinic. That'd be good. You know, that's, it sounds just weird because let's, let's go to the CHI um, uh, Health Center Omaha. And and we do want to mention, uh, however, that uh, kudos to CHI Health for stepping up. Um, this is a 20-year naming rights deal at $23.6 million. So uh, that is substantial revenue for our arena and convention center. So uh, thanks and kudos to CHI for that. Uh, it is curious, though, just because of what you said. It's a healthcare organization. It's nonprofit. You know, people complaining about healthcare prices these days might be surprised that a healthcare organization is doing this. If they're smart, they, you know, they get, a, they get their... They get a uh, skybox, or a, yeah, they get a skybox. They get a um, couple events per year and that kind of stuff. If they're smart, they would have negotiated like space for clinic space, where you know you're at an event, you're waiting for the band to start, and you, you know you need an X-ray or yeah, you know, over oh, the loudspeaker, Bob Johnson, uh, your test results are in, and uh, <laughs> how great would it be? Like you know, you you can schedule an appointment like. Before an event or something, that that thing would pay for itself. Do you have to have proof of insurance before you get into the CHI Health Center Omaha? True. Um, Now, it's interesting because um, there are worse names out there. I mean, I kind of got to thinking, all right, 
when I was driving to the studio this morning, I was trying to think, what are some other Omaha businesses, reputable businesses, reputable businesses, but but might sound not the greatest What'd you come up in with? front of uh, in front of uh, your uh, arena or convention center. My first one was the Waste Management Center. I thought that's not local company. But they have the contract, aren't they? The one that has the contract Waste to sit man, in yeah. Omaha, and they've been all controversial and got fined. Isn't that them? The Waste um, Management. The DaVita Dialysis Center. I like uh, that. They're a reputable company, but that might not sound so great. That might not sound. The Roto-Rooter Center, because uh, that might not be so great. For yeah. an arena. But then I, I got to thinking, you know, when you think of weird names or companies that you're kind of surprised to hear in front of uh, something in sponsorship, mm-hmm. nothing trumps the college football bowls during bowl season. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The corporate namings of the f- football bowls. So I kind of got a list of some of the uh, uh, bowl games um, that I've always thought were maybe kind of a little bit funky with the names. The famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Like you know, CHI Health Center sounds better than that. Um, and then here are a few others I found. Uh, the PapaJohns.com Bowl, the TaxSlayer.com Gator Bowl, uh, the Duck Commander Independence Bowl in Shreveport, the Battle Frog Fiesta Bowl in Arizona, um, and one of my all-time favorites, the Cherubundi Tart Cherry Boca Raton Bowl. Um, wow, how do you put that on a sign? Cherubundi Tart Cherry Boca Raton Bowl. Um, and then perhaps, uh, oh, well, here's another good one. The St. Petersburg Bowl presented by Beefo Brady. <laughs> wow. Spam Bowl. I'm, I'm not sure what Beefo Brady is, but. Conagra. Uh, um, the Spam Center. The Bad Boy Mowers Gasparilla Bowl in St. Petersburg, Florida. And my all-time favorite college football bowl, the Poulon Weed Eater Independence Bowl. You know, this is a real company that most big, in, even in Omaha, they have these big-ass fan bowl. Yeah, yeah, literally those those huge fans that they yeah. have and, in big commercial spaces. The they, company's they, they called Big Ass name. Fan. Yeah, Big Ass Fan Bowl would be awesome. That'd actually be a great name. The Big Ass Fan Center Omaha. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, CHI. At any rate, uh, we are just having fun with this. We have mean no disrespect for CHI Health, a very important Omaha organization, and we are glad that they have stepped to the plate and will be uh, providing the naming rights sponsorship for 20 years. Although I do have to say, how many times – now, this is just a guess. We're not saying anything here. We don't want to get in trouble. But over the next 20 years, how many times will CHI change its name and thus have to change the signage on the arena? Well, Forget the, Four or five the, times the signage, the napkins, the the trash cans. Think about how many things they that that have that had Quest Center that now has. You just can't put a sticker over that stuff. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, that is your uh, economic development news of the week, which is brought to you by Eagle Mortgage Company, eaglemortgagecompany.com. We have a great show planned for you today. As always, uh, later in the program, we're going to be talking about the great tech migration from Silicon Valley to the Silicon Prairie here in the Midwest. And uh, before that, though, we're going to be talking about some renovations at Scott High School. The president of the high school will be joining us. You're listening to Jeff and Trenton on Grow Omaha, brought to you by NAI NP Dodge Commercial Real Estate and DM Roofing on News Radio 1110 KFAB.
And welcome back to Grow Omaha, the area's only show dedicated to the growth and development of your favorite city. I'm Jeff Beals, along with Trenton Magid of NAINP Dodge Commercial Real Estate. We're also brought to you by D&M Roofing, dndmroofing.com. Later in the show, we're going to be talking about uh, the great migration of technology from San Francisco to uh, the Midwest, places like Omaha. But first of all, we're going to talk about a nice project going on in Southwest Omaha, Scott Catholic High School school is undergoing a significant expansion and remodeling and we have with us the president of Scud High School Jeremy Moore. Jeremy, good morning and welcome to the show. Morning, Jeff. Nice to nice of you to have me. Well, yeah, it's an honor to have you here and uh, yeah, congratulations. Uh, this is a this is a big investment for the high school. Yes, it is. We're very proud of uh, what we're doing out there. We're putting on a new front face of the school, a new entrance uh, that's more secure and more welcoming uh, thanks to a lead gift from uh, Ken Pullman from Midwest Labs uh, on there. And then we're also expanding our fine arts realm with having an expansion of five new classrooms in the back of the school. Well, glad to hear that uh, Ken Pullman of Midwest Labs is is uh, a lead donor. Uh, Ken's a good friend of mine, as is his son, Brent. And, and Brent, uh, who's the current president of Midwest Labs, he actually comes on the show periodically because uh, we're fascinated by a lot of work they do, all that agricultural and food testing and everything like that. And, and I imagine uh, you have quite a bit of support from other members of the community, the Catholic community, the high school community and, uh, as well. Yes, the entire campaign is a $6 million campaign, and right now we're just a little over $3.2 million of, of pledged donations with the project, and our next goal is to hit $3.5 million on July 1, uh, so we're out well on our way to that. Who that, should people call? They should call <laughs> me, of course. Call, call Jeremy Moore and, and be ready with your pledge. So, so, Jeremy, give us some details about uh, what will uh, happen with the renovation expansion and what it will look like when it's done. So the next level is the five additional classrooms, and we're really excited about that because we're adding a, a couple science labs that will allow us to expand into molecular biology, DNA um, research, as well as grow the uh, TV and film realm. And we have one of the best choir departments in the state, and we're Adding on a uh, massive I'm on the West Side uh, <laughs> show choir. Uh, I was well, not in show choir. That's I don't know. Do we have show choir back then? We, we had show choir back in the eighties. Yes. <laughs> we'll put we'll put Vivace right next to to West Side's program. Uh, Chris Storm does an amazing job for us, and uh, we're expanding that uh, choral classroom uh, to make a really nice space for for those kids. It's a growing population. Uh, Isn't it nice? School. Like you see these public schools that have the trailers. Like they grow by trailers for years and years before they can expand and uh so you guys are doing it right yeah it's it's important to have a permanent structure and and allow for opportunities and that's what we're about providing opportunities for kids and this will really allow us to provide additional opportunities at an excellent level so jeremy what's the enrollment at uh, scott high these days uh right now we're about 750 students for the 1819 school year and those uh, are grades one grades. nine through 12 uh we're a class b school out out in uh, west omaha and uh Really good, strong programs academically, spiritually, and athletically, and ac uh, activity-wise. So that puts you at the Class B level. Um, do you have a desire to grow the school into a Class A high school, or are you happy where it's at? Uh, with this growth plan, we, we project to be around a school of 800 someday, which would still put us in Class B. Uh, you know, as Catholic families move west and the, the growth is there on that West Dodge uh, Expressway area, um, over there by Boys Town, we, we plan on growing to a solid school of 800 and, and seeing where we go from there. Are there students that are not Catholic that just want the, the education? And 
Yes, I, that's a great question. We Our school is about 92% Catholic, uh, but there are uh, non-Catholic uh, students that, that do come to our school for for the faith development as well as the, the discipline and the, the high academic reg, rigor of our school. Well, and part of it, too, is a lot of families want a private education. And if you live in southwest Omaha, there might not be a ton of options um, other than a Catholic-affiliated high school. Correct, correct. And and. The academic rigor is really strong. Next year's senior class will have, uh, as of now, two students that have a perfect ACT score uh, in that senior class. So uh, the academics are really strong as well. Talking with Jeremy Moore, president of Scott Catholic High School, which is going uh, through a significant renovation and expansion, a $6 million project altogether. Um, Jeremy, just kind of curious, a lot of times when people think of, you know, the Catholic high schools in Omaha, a lot of times Marion and, and Prep come to mind, um, certainly have been around for a long time, the Class A schools, uh, famous in sports, and you guys are much, much newer uh, than they are. Uh, what type of competition, if you will, uh, r- r- exists among the archdiocesan schools in the Omaha area? Well, the, the biggest difference is uh, we're a co-educational school, uh, so both, both boys and girls. Uh, the three archdiocesan co-educational schools, Ron Colley, Gross, and Scott Catholic, are, are all co-ed, and, and that's what separates us a little bit. Uh, people that want that co-ed uh, education and the ability to, to live in a real-world environment of co-education uh, find us appealing, and, and it's really one of those real-world type situations where you're going to be interacting with with both men and women in the future and having that opportunity to grow alongside and collaborate with with each other as as we grow academically, spiritually, and in our activity lives. Um, it's really a, a thing that we can hang our hat on and, and grow into the future. Now, you're known for uh, your very strong wrestling program. Uh, what other sports does Scott offer? Uh, we offer all 19 NSAA Wow. Uh, sports. So we, we offer the full gamut there at Scott uh, Catholic and, and we, we excel in a, in a lot of them. And, and really it's all about providing opportunities. You know, we, we, we really try to uh, make a difference as our motto. And we do that through various activities and um, not only athletics, but the activity programs are very strong with over 50 different programs for students to get involved. So in. ladies and gentlemen, in the last 21 years, Scott wrestling team, has taken state 20 of the last 21 years. And they <laughs> took second that one year. That you, was said, a, you said 90. That was a disgrace. It was 2002? Yeah, 10, yeah. 2000, but that was, the that star, was a one of the dark stars, year. One of the stars got it, hurt himself two days before. So. <laughs> yeah, it happens sometimes, but, you know, if, if you fall down, you get back up and you just start, start uh, That's an going impressive for excellence. Record. That's an impressive record. Yeah. And Jeremy, every once in a while, I guess you just have to finish second once every 21 years. Yeah, you know, but <laughs> at least you're striving for the top, right? That's true. Well, Jeremy, uh, congratulations to, to you and the rest of the Scut community on this uh, expansion, renovation, and uh, and all of the, the stuff you're doing by, by making the Grow Omaha leaders of the future. Well, thanks, Jeff. I encourage anyone to come out to Scut Catholic. I'll show you around, give you a tour, and, and show you what the Scut Catholic difference is all about. Any other naming rights that they're looking for? Yeah, we have naming rights all across the board, so if you want to write me a check, you're more than happy to name something. I want something. two bricks. Well, there is a Trenton Maggot Foundation allegedly out there. Wow. Jeff doesn't blame me, but it is real. That's a whole other subject, Jeremy. He it may not be as well-funded as the Beals uh, conglomerate. The Beals conglomerate. <laughs> there you go. It's, pure, it's purely for profit, though. There's no uh, there's okay. no foundation or whatever. You're such a charitable uh, case. Unfortunately, <laughs> not that much profit. All right, uh, Jeremy Moore, president of Scott Catholic High School, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Jeff. You bet.
When we come back, we're going to talk about text migration from San Francisco to the Midwest, places like Omaha. Jorge Sotolongo from our office is going to join us. You're listening to Jeff and Trenton on Grow Omaha, brought to you by NAINP Dodge Commercial Real Estate and DM Roofing on News Radio 1110 KFAB. And welcome back to Grow Omaha, the area's only show focused on the growth and development of your favorite city. I'm Jeff Beals of NAI NP Dodge Commercial Real Estate, along with my colleague and good friend Trenton Magid. Uh, we're also brought to you by D&M Roofing. Uh, D&M Roofing is a certified roofing contractor with more than 50 years of experience in all areas of roofing services, both residential and commercial. And so let's say you are one of those homeowners who had some hail a couple years ago, haven't done it yet. Get D&M Roofing out there. They'll take a look at it and they'll treat you well. Now, let's say you're a commercial building owner, maybe, you know, one of the types of clients that works with NAINP Dodge. You know, we have a lot of uh, companies that we work with that probably need a little bit of roofing help. You only want to call DNM Roofing because they do such a great job and uh, they can help you uh, with any of those problems you have. They also have a great maintenance uh, problem that's kind of a preemptive uh, strike, if you will, against uh, uh, shocking roof costs. And they can tell you all about that by simply going to dndmroofing.com. That's dndmroofing.com. Well, we have our uh, colleague Jorge Sotolongo with us. He is a regular contributor to the Grow Omaha show. Jorge, welcome back to the program. Thanks. Good to be back. Good to have you back here as always. And uh, we're going to talk today about an article that you found. Actually, your wife sent it to us. Um, It's called Life in the Silicon Prairie, Tech's Great Migration to the Midwest. And this was in an organization or a publication called The Hustle. Uh, not to be confused with another publication of a similar name. This one is just called The Hustle. And uh, it says, uh, startups and investors are increasingly foregoing Silicon Valley for the Silicon Prairie and with good reason. We know this. This has uh, been going on for uh, a long time, but uh, pretty cool. I mean, uh, let me read you a few parts of this, you guys, and then you can kind of uh, make some comments uh, as, uh, as you wish. Uh, first of all, it talks about uh, so the reporter went and talked to some Silicon Valley tech workers and said, what do you think about when they when you hear the word Nebraska? And, of course, they said farms, cows, corn, lots of corn. Um, but then the article says, change is brewing. However, investors are flocking to middle American cities like Omaha and Des Moines. Startups are forgoing the uh, parad- uh, paradis- uh, the, 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 paradisiac. Uh, yeah, I can't even say it. Paradisiac, a place like Paradise that one of California. SAT. Yeah, I, I didn't get a perfect uh, score on the SAT. For a little Midwestern mojo and the Silicon Prairie cornfields and all is having a moment of unrelenting sun. And then there's a subheading, I'm a little over San Francisco. Talks about a venture capitalist that moved to Columbus, Ohio. Uh, but Omaha is mentioned a few other times. And then uh, they talk about the Midwest in general. It says, I think people will look back and say it was so obvious that the Midwest was about to emerge because the numbers had swung so far against it in terms of venture capital. The Midwest, as the article says, is home to 150 of all Fortune 500 companies, 25% of U.S. computer science grads, 60% of the country's manufacturing base, and 19% of America's gross domestic product, 19% of all patents come out of the Midwest, yet only 5% of all venture capital funding. And so, you know, the thought is, hey, there's a lot of ripeness here for investors to make a lot of money in tech. So, Jeff, 
to start this off, in 2008, so 10 years ago, I was fortunate to uh, put the Tenderheart Treasures building on the market, which is in La Vista, 300,000 square foot, uh, 41-foot sidewalls. Uh, it, was, it was a building that had 35,000 square feet of office, huge warehouse with extra land to expand. And I knew that there was no one in Omaha that was ready to take that building, so I made a call to, to Richard Byer at the time, the head of economic development, for the state, and then Toby Churchill, who has run Sarbury County Economic Development Corporation, and then the chamber, and they said, we got somebody looking for a building just like that. And what turned out, within five months, we had uh, sold that building to Sunnyvale, California-based Yahoo. And the, the fun part of the story was, not only have they put a couple hundred million dollars into that building, and we've got all these other uh, data centers and computer-related companies, or tech companies, they were most excited about when, when when the busload of people from California came in, they saw this 50-year-old red International Harvester tractor in the shed, and they, they that's the one piece of personal property they wanted was this this red tractor that so they could cut the lawn there. And they just thought it was the coolest thing. All these people from California thought it was the coolest thing. That, it was a conversation piece. That they're getting this tractor. And so I don't know if that would have squelched the deal if we said you can't have the tractor, but... Uh, Fifteen million dollars later, they bought the building. So, um, but I mean, that, that was ten years ago, and, and so eyes have been on Omaha for for technology for a long time. Well, and of course, since uh, since that day when uh, Yahoo uh, chose the Tenderhearts Treasure Building near 108th and Giles, since that time, uh, Facebook has come to the metro area. Uh, Google has invested billions in Council Bluffs. Uh, PayPal has grown the presence here. LinkedIn has grown the presence here, and um, and other high tech companies have come as well. And, and homegrown companies, you know, Huddle and uh, Flywheel, all these places are, are staying here. And Flywheel was called out in the article specifically. Also, FireSpring and Lincoln, um, and um, Nebraska Angels also was called out. Omaha was the first city that was even in, mentioned in the article. So I think uh, we got some good representation. And I think another good point is to is that this publication is actually meant for like Silicon Valley, the Silicon Valley tech community. It's actually not like a widely publicized um, publication. Uh, my wife got a hold of it because she works for Sojourn. So another um, high tech company with a major presence in Omaha. Absolutely. And we and we highlighted Sojourn on uh, this radio program uh, a couple months ago we earlier sure this year. Great company. And you know why wouldn't they want to come here? I mean, there's another really interesting uh, uh, bit here. The average computer programmer um, makes, you know, a lot more money in in San Francisco, but the cost of living is so much cheaper in Omaha. So it kind of equates to the following: an eighty-four thousand dollar salary in Omaha, Nebraska, equals one hundred and seventy-seven thousand adjusted in San Francisco. Yeah, let, let's, and our let's say better. that again. I think our weather's better here too. Yeah, except for this week, it's been kind of like San Francisco, raining all the True. time. But but no, so let's say that again. An $84,000 a year programmer in Omaha has the effective buying power as someone who makes 177000 in San Francisco. That That's an impressive statement right there. Um, in fact, the article provides a chart. It says, in the Midwest, salaries are lower, but buying power is higher. And um, it looks at a bunch of cities, San Francisco, Chicago, Cleveland, Columbus, Detroit, Indianapolis, Madison, Wisconsin, Minneapolis, and then Omaha. And Omaha is last on the list for average salary. Our average salary um, is uh, $84,000. I assume this is for the, com uh, this is for the computer programmer. Um, 
Next up is Minneapolis at 88, then up to Madison at 94, then up to Indy at 80. Oh, Indy down to 84. They're the same as us, I guess. Um, but then what they do is uh, they adjust it. They adjust it. So um, it, it's interesting. The average salary is 124000 in San Francisco, but uh, the adjusted salaries are all a lot higher, even in Chicago. Even in Chicago, uh, you uh, get more bang for your buck than you do in the Silicon Valley area. It just depends on what your quality of life is. I mean, if you want to live in a box, in a small box, and rent it because you can't afford it in San Francisco, or you can come here and buy a, you know, four-bedroom house. It, it just depends on what, how you, per, you know, perceive happiness. And um, I think you give up a lot. I, I lived in Los Angeles after college for a couple of years, and uh, I'll take here any day. Yeah, you were. Yeah, yeah, you were in LA for a couple of years as a as a young professional. I tell my people. I tell people I did my time in LA. <laughs> uh, they quote one guy in the article who says, "quote I'm a little over San Francisco." Uh, this guy told the New York Times between bites of vegan donut, "It is so expensive and so congested. It's the worst part of the social network." And so, all right. Wait a second. There's animal products and don- regular donuts. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry to break that to you. Um, they're, they're milk, milk, eggs, uh, some bacon bits on top, bacon bits. They sometimes do some places uh, still fry them in an animal, uh, sourced grease, perhaps, which is why some places taste so darned good when you have their, I didn't have breakfast. You're making me really hungry now. Animal based grease makes you really hungry. I do love donuts just for the record. If anyone ever wants to bring us any, um, on Saturday morning, I do love those donuts. So fellas. Where do we where do we go with this? I mean, you know, we have done a fantastic job of attracting uh, back office operations, uh, but we need more and more of the of the high tech companies that are headquartered. There are companies like Flywheel that are growing in downtown Omaha, and for those companies that are big Silicon Valley's that have major back office operations here, we need to get more and more um, of their presence here, and maybe even some higher level jobs. We're we're already on our way, led by David Brown, the chamber, the volunteers. From every company in Omaha that work with the chamber and in recruiting, you know, you're on the headquarters team and uh, and on the board of the chamber. I mean, there's only we we do what we can. We can always do more, but I think pound per, per pound or compared to any other city in the Midwest, Omaha gets the spotlight, and we know what we're doing. We know how to, you know, think about the message when we started this show, Jeff, almost 15 years ago, and. We we're starting this whole thing. That's when David Brown came into the chamber. Think about how far we've we've become with with uh, the different fundraising efforts and where they put that money for recruitment and that kind of stuff. Omaha's growing up, and I'm not saying that we're done. I'm you know you don't want to get complacent, but but we're we're hitting the right notes with 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 the tech industry and a lot of other industries. I think it's um I agree with that. I also think it's important to recognize what 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 the end of the article talks about, which is that the Midwest is not the next Silicon Valley. I think to say that it's the next Silicon Valley is to kind of discredit what makes us unique um, in that we are, you know, trustworthy, down-to-earth people, hardworking, like we have a good work ethic. We oftentimes will work for less and work better than a lot of these people that you're seeing on the coast. I mean, I think we need to be we need to be pushing forward these these characteristics that makes the Midwest a great place to put your company, the cost of living, the buying power, the work ethic. Also, we have talent. There's another um, really important thing here that says there's certainly no shor- shortage of talent. Um, 
the mid the Midwest has one of the most significant clusters of of high quality universities in the country. I mean, and every, all these universities, University of Chicago, Notre Dame, Northwestern, Wisconsin, and I mean, I'll say it. I mean, I think Creighton and, UN, and UNO are doing a fantastic job, and UNL too. But if you think about it, all these places are within a, an hour flight, which means that it's feasible for these talent these talented individuals to be right within a company's grasp if they so choose to be in the Midwest. And, and I I, per, I perceive San Francisco and Silicon Valley is a very transient place, and you know people get burned out just like the article says. And and we're very we we're, people here are committed, and they're here for the long haul. We're, you know. It might be more static or whatever, whatever you want to call it, but I think that the people don't leave here is once they get settled in. When they come in here, you know, they might have growing, they might have uh, consternation when they come, first come here or whatever to, to learn how to live here and, and enjoy it and get involved in the community and all that kind of stuff. But but they stay. Mm-hmm. And with that, we're going to wrap this up. But uh, good discussion, Jorge. I appreciate you joining us as you often do, and uh, we'll definitely have you back sometime soon. Appreciate it, Jeff. Jorge Sotolongo from our office at NAINP Dodge Commercial Real Estate. And Trent and I will be back to finish up the show with the lightning round. We've got about four things we're going to uh, throw at you, maybe five if we've got enough time. So you don't want to miss that. You're listening to Jeff Beals and Trent Maggot on Grow Omaha, brought to you by NAINP Dodge Commercial Real Estate and DM Roofing on News Radio 1110 KFAB. And welcome back to Grow Omaha. This is the lightning round, as we like to call it, and it is brought to you by Modern Work Suites, modernworksuites.com. This is a 50,000-square-foot co-working space with all sorts of small and medium-sized office suites that are fully furnished. You can get them. Are you looking to get out of your basement and have a real office? You can do that. If you've been in a a different type of small office setting and you want something that's more edgy and creative, you want to go to Modern Work Suites. That's at 8800 F Street. Where is that? The old Pomida building uh, near 84th and I-80. And it's the upper level, totally cool, decorated in this edgy mid-century design. They've got break rooms, kitchen, a common area living room so you can kind of collapse collaborate with other entrepreneurs. One of the coolest places for a small business to work anywhere in Nebraska. They'll furnish them even. Yeah, fully furnished. It's so cool. The rates are very reasonable. Just stop by. Just stop by sometime. They'll give you a tour, Modern Work Suites, or go to modernworksuites.com. Well, Trenton, uh, first up on the list, uh, we've got some retail news. Everyone loves retail news. Here it goes. The former Gordman store in the Wolf Creek Shopping Center, this is near Kennedy Freeway and Cornhusker Road in Bellevue, is about to get new life. There are some renovations that are expected to begin soon. That former Gordman store is going to become part Ross Dress for Less and part Five Below. Now, Five Below is a new retailer to the market. Yeah, we've got um, Five Below. They want to do a number of stores in Omaha, probably four or five. And they're probably about 10,000 feet or so. And it's catered towards kids, stuff, you know, anything from, and, and they have $1 items as well, but you can get like inflatable rafts for five bucks. You can get slime, slinkies. Uh, I wonder if they have shrinky dinks, but they have all that kind of shrinky stuff. Shrinky dinks. Remember that? Yeah, etch a sketch. Um, yeah, they have all that. It's a little different. But um, they, it'll be neat. It's, it's, it's a new market, and, and uh, or it's, it's a new market for them, um, and that'll be good. So it's good repurpose of space. It's expensive to, 
to take a 50,000-square-foot space and divide it, though. Oh, yeah, no doubt about it. And then uh, keeping on the retail theme, let's talk a little bit about the Westroads area. Uh, now, we have mentioned on multiple occasions that uh, pretty soon they're going to start uh, demoing a bunch of existing uh, parking, or rather, uh, car lots, car sales operations west of the West Roads for a Top Golf, and also some other uh, retail buildings that will be part of that development. But now, uh, the property that involves some of the other dealerships, the H and H dealerships like Mini and and BMW, that property is now being uh, marketed for sale for retail redevelopment. So you're going to have in more a year, than, in a couple of years. Yeah. yeah. So, you, but you'll you'll have more than just Top Golf going to that area. So Top Golf was taken where the Baxter dealerships are, um, kind of by those office buildings, just south of those office buildings, uh, right west of the West Roads, and then the seven or eight acres where. Uh, Range Rover, Land Rover, BMW, um, uh, Mini, and Jaguar. Or I hate that name. Jaguar. 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 Um, those commercials. But so they want a pretty penny for that land. It's, but it's a it's a great site. It'll be interesting to see. I, I envision a, maybe a, a hotel or something along with some other retail. Um, so that'll be neat. And and uh, the plan is that those 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 brands will go out to the West Farm, right where they're building that overpass, the full access at 150th and uh, Dodge. Yeah, so they'll be right when you come off that uh, interchange that's under construction at 150th and Dodge. Well, Trenton, we've talked about the Moxie, the Marriott Moxie Hotel or Moxie Hotel by Marriott. That is a new Marriott brand. Not too many of these in the country yet. Um, they have one going into the old market, going to be 105 rooms. This is right at the corner of 12th and Harney. It will replace what is currently the diner that is there. This is a small lot. I think it's like 9,000 feet or something. Like that. Originally, it was going to be eight stories. I could have sworn. Now they're saying six. But that happens a lot with projects in Omaha. Like this new 32, I mean 30, I mean 28, I mean 12, I mean 10-story building. When are they breaking concrete on that? They, uh, the ground groundbreaking is uh, this week it's supposed to happen this week but yeah since it's already a parking lot it's probably more of like breaking concrete think right? about, think about there's got to be some road closings temporarily at least like how in the heck are they gonna get the, everything in there to build that thing yeah it'll be very very tight they're they're going to have to remove some of the metered parking that's right there but <laughs> but this this hotel will be extremely cool and uh, very edgy, very geared towards kind of your younger professional traveler. Very excited that Omaha gets one of these, and it'll be Nebraska's first, um, like say, 105 rooms on a 9,000-square-foot piece of land. That's that's pretty tight. And then uh, finally, Trenton, uh, people may have noticed the construction going on at 84th and Dodge uh, for that new Pinnacle Bank. And uh, uh, Darlin Construction, which is doing that project, just sent us out a rendering of it. That thing's going to actually look closer to a three-story building. Well, they're going to have space for lease there too it's not just like a lot of bank buildings that are going up these days they have co-tenants in there that will help their expansion in the future and they paid a lot of money for that corner but it is visible and it's a great corner you know, another bank out of uh grand, grand island. island exchange bank um going just, just, just to the east yep and then you got the massive children's project. So that's going to be kind of a real dense area of new stuff there. But unfortunately, we are out of time. That is your lightning round brought to you by Modern Work Suites, modernworksuites.com. Hope everyone has a great week. I'm Jeff Beals. And I'm Trenton Maggot. You've been listening to Grow Omaha, brought to you by DM Roofing and NAINP Dodge Commercial Real Estate. We'll chat with you next week right here on News Radio 1110 KFAB at 9 o'clock a.m.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.